Hello. Hey there. What's up? And welcome to episode 90 of Come to Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Dustin. And I'm Chris. It's a big number. It is a big number. We're, we're getting close. It is. We're, we're almost triple digits, y'all. Getting closer. Doesn't, hard it, to... it doesn't even seem like that long ago, right? Really I know, doesn't. and then we think we do it every other week, and like we're at 90, and it's like, oh shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a, that's a long time. Yeah, I think I was just—I think well, no, I think I was just looking, and I—I I think our when two is actually one came out August 2017. Yep. Yeah, that tracks. It's been a little over three years. And for the most part, we've done an episode every two weeks. With, I think there was only like one break in there. Yeah, I think so. Um, where Maybe we, two. we took we took like one one week off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was and I think that was the last the last uh, holiday. I think so. So, we're here. Other people might not be there for you guys on the holidays, but we're there. Okay? Unlike Sony, if you can't get a PS5, we're there for you. Unlike Microsoft, if you can't get a Series X or yep. a Series S. <laughs> we're there for you. I mean, I got a PS5. I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> that was the that was the topic yesterday. Anytime, anytime we could find a way to dive in that we had a PS5 over anybody else, <laughs> we would. The dual did sense. You, did you use it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it cross plays? Yep. Cross gens? Yeah. And it's like, I was thinking about that too. I was like, I don't remember this being the thing uh, when the PS4 came out. It wasn't. Know, or anything where I'm like, well, I got to still play with them. So it's kind of cool that it could still do that. And um, I think that shows the, the generational leap of the guts inside of the PS3 and the PS4 and now the PS5. I mean, so. it did it did load like GTA Online faster, mm-hmm. um, but then like when when we started playing like games and stuff together, like it's I, I loaded the same as they did. Eventually, when like we were leaving, you know the, the the maps we were playing to to load back into the game. Gotcha. Like I still got stuck in the clouds, you know, and and stuff. But uh, oh, so it gets you online quicker. But once you're online, you're still dealing with the same servers. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Because that's all um, on Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I forgot to, like, when you load GTA, of course, you have to tell it to go online, and I forgot to click online. But, dude, it loaded the story so fast. That's oh. good. Oh, I don't I doubt like, that. All right, yeah. cool. That's cool. So, I'm excited to, to see what they're going to do with the PS5 version for GTA Online, because, um, you know, that's going to be out sometime in 2021, the beginning of 2021. They're doing like a standalone like they're doing with Red Dead? I think so, is the idea. It's going to be a standalone GTA, and it's going to be free for PS5 owners. Or is um, it? Okay. 2021? Right. Like early 2021, yeah. So I, oh, I guess I, that is only like a month away. Never mind. So the idea, it might, it, what I think they're going to do is, is they're going to update some shit, man. Like, GTA is adding something new to the map. There's like a in, whole island they're adding now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on the 15th of December, it's, it's an island. It's going to have a heist and stuff. Like, they've never... That's the first time they've really added something to of that map. size to the map. Like, they did the casino, but the casino was technically always there. Right. It's just the model was Open the, the building, yeah. Um, 
so I'm I'm curious on what they're going to add with this uh, new addition to uh, GTA Five in the in the coming year. I can't. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just gonna say I think it's gonna be funny when you have a bunch of PS Five players who maybe not have have not played GTA Online. Gonna be hopping on free to play and just gonna get shit housed by a bunch of people who've been playing for a while. For seven years. Yeah, you'd be trolling people with jet bikes and. They're just, I just want to get online and play. That happens to me. <laughs> would happen to me now if I got yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. It, like that happens. One over one fifty something. Uh, that happened to our friends last night. Yeah, uh, a little bit it, yesterday. Du- me, Dustin, Katie, and and Brad have been playing GTA Online, kind of steadily through the year heists and, and stuff. So we've got money, mm-hmm. and so we have some of these toys that people have, and yeah, that's that's kind of what happened yesterday. He's I, like, we're we're scooting around on our jet bikes and shit. It was. It was our annual gaming day yesterday on Black Friday, and uh, I went to go load up GTA to play with you guys, and it wasn't installed, and I have no room <laughs> on my PS5 or 4, and I wasn't going to install, remove stuff and install it again. Right. So, oh, yeah. It was I was like, well, <laughs> that's okay. It was It was actually like we, uh, we were talking about it at night, and it was one of the more successful gaming days, I'd say. Um, because we had like 11 people at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those out there in, in, in your viewership land, uh, as you get older and as your friends have kids and, and such, these kind of days are harder to happen, you know, Much harder to come by. And like our friend Andy, for instance, didn't have his kids around for the first like four hours. Oh. Um, so that was, it was nice. You know, definitely um, a room for gaming there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what he did. Um, <laughs> he told us that he killed them. I don't believe him because uh, then I heard them later. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> it, was a, it was a recording to throw off your the scent. Yeah, <laughs> it's my alibi. I just told him I imagined that he was just like in a shed in the back, like at the end of Shaun of the Dead, like <laughs> hiding out in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really fun, of course. Um. You know, snipers versus hunters, of course, is one of our go-to's. And if you guys haven't, if you guys played GTA Online and haven't played this map, it's it's so much fun. Oh, like man, they're very good. They're very so good. like you have people on top of this raised platform trying to snipe people, shoot in cars as the cars are trying to ramp up. And we found an elite version of it that we never played before. Dustin did, mm-hmm. and that was even more fun, I'd say. Um, good. And it just the just the chaos that that ensued from that. Uh, was also fun. So successful. Yeah, it's like it's like your typical GTA chaos stuff. I mean, we actually went to a we went we took some of them to the casino at one point, right? Because some of them haven't played since we've had a casino, and uh, of course we got Colin in there betting fake money. Um, he, I don't think he wanted to leave. You're enabling <laughs> him, right? It was like, man, I think you got a problem here, bud. Like this is fake money. Just bet however you want, but. It's only, a problem. The- it's only a problem if he spends real money to buy fake money. To- <laughs> exactly. Got to buy a shark card. Yeah. Eight million dollars. Hmm. That was fun. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. Yeah. We went to Fall Guys. Um, after like some people, eventually like people logged off, like Dustin, Katie, and uh, Carlos, and, and Jeff all logged off. So it was kind of just the four of us. Uh, Ben, Colin, me, and Brad. Just the four. How was we Fall Guys? Fall- we played some Fall Guys and it was fun. You know, there's it was definitely a good time, and then we we switched to PGA. Crowns? 
Oh, golf. Oh, sure. Uh, ben, only one crown. Ben, Ben, only one. Is the only one of us that won. Um, some close calls, though, for sure. But uh, it's definitely harder to get crowns now. But also, we're out of practice. I'll say, like, mm-hmm. have you seen the so, dis- yeah. distracted boyfriend meme where it's like the guys turning around looking at Among Us and Fall Guys is the one looking in- incredulously <laughs> at the guy? That <laughs> <laughs> feels about right. That feels about right from this year. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, it's happening right now. And then we played, uh, we put PGA, a skins round on that. And whose uh, shirts and whose skins? Uh, <laughs> or are you all skins? All skins, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if you played skins before, but uh, we went like 10, 10 rounds with. Uh, I, ha- I haven't played skins in that game. I played skins in Mario Golf 64. I think it's kind of the same premise. I mean, right? the skins, yeah. the rules for skins doesn't change. So, like, I know, I know what the game is. Right, winner so of the hole takes the money. We got ten rounds without winning, without anybody getting, uh, you know, victory. Um, so then somebody and, won once, and they got and they ten holes. And then Colin won, and then that was it. That's like there's no <laughs> chance of us winning. Nope. <laughs> so um, at that point, we started all just goofing around, and and then we ended with Uno. And uh, Uno, if you guys don't know. Um, which is, of course, a classic game, but it is also the black hole of yep. online play because literally, and this was this is a quote, I swear to God, I looked at the clock and it was 12.05, and then the next minute, it was one thirty-five. Yep. That's, that's what happens with that game every <laughs> yep. time. And usually, like, if we're playing Uno, we start it later in the evening anyway, and then it's like, oh, shit, it's 3 in the morning already. I need to go to bed. <laughs> but I don't regret it. I Uno is some of the, the best times. Uh, I swear, in games. Uno, like, Uno Online is a lot of fun. It is so we, fun. We were doing the, like the draw so you could play, and then the the, the bluffing, um, and stack and the bluffing. These games, these games were last. There's one point where Colin had seven cards, and the rest of us had at least fifteen. And he's like, "If I don't win this, I'm gonna kill somebody." It's Uno. Guess what? He didn't no, win. You don't win that. <laughs> you don't win when you're ahead. No. All that tells me is that other people had more cards to fuck him with. Yeah, that's exactly there's what time, that tells me. There, there's numerous times, and Brad's gonna listen, and he's gonna attest to this. Is where I would be. He was, he was to my left, and it would be me going to playing to him, and I didn't have a card, so I had to draw. And numerous times, I drew a, a wild draw four. <laughs> <It's> like, really? <laughs> if you really? if you are the person with the least amount of cards, even if it is seven, but everyone else has fifteen, you are like. You're What's, targeted. You're you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, you're in for a world of hurt. So, which reminded me, and, and I'll, I'll say here uh, live is like I would love for us to get another Uno game together for us. Sure, definitely. Um, Not hard because, to do because that's fun. So, like, even even if tonight, if you guys are up for it, so I got nothing. Let's see what's so, going on. You know, holla at your boy. Let's see what's going on. Did you guys have a, a nice Thanksgiving? I did. For I what we home. for what we could do. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed home and uh I'm grateful for my family for understanding. Yeah. They got together still and then uh they're they're great. My family's great. They dropped off food for me. Nice. Good. Um which was awesome. So I had some had some Thanksgiving goodies and uh I saw my brother for a little bit. He stopped by. Good. Um and uh which is a funny internal you know inside story with us is that he had played watchdog legions and he said it was good 
and everything. And he's like, he's like, what else? He's like, this other game I've been playing that's really good. Uh, you should check out. And he goes, Hitman Two. <laughs> and I was like, it's I started not, laughing, and he's like, why? It's not why? a real game. <laughs> he's Fake like, news. Why? What are you laughing for? I was like, because we have a friend Ben that has told telling us for the past year to play this game, and nobody is playing it. I'm probably going to get Hitman 3, which means I'll get Hitman 2. So, yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Although, I did consider it. I, did, I, don't, I didn't see it on sale for Black Friday on PS Store. Hitman 2. I was, yeah. Yeah. Because I was, I was going to buy it and just send a screenshot of it and, be, and with like a heart for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it on, on, on sale. So, I mean, it could come on sale now. I don't know. I would bet but, it will. Yeah, me too. It, or Steam will have it on sale for Steam or Autumn sales. I'll like it'll get there eventually. Yeah, because I think I got the first one. It was like a PS Plus game, like free game of the month. It was, and I yeah, I just snagged it, and I had never played that, and I I, I played a little bit of that, and I had fun. Um, not I don't know if it was enough to make me want to play Hitman Two, but as much as Ben talks about it, it makes me want to play Hitman Two. And typically, I trust Ben's take on video games. So there's a there's a level in Hitman 2 where you can it's like a, at a Formula One race and you can come in or find somebody dressed as um, a mascot and it's a giant chicken and you can run around as a giant chicken. And then one of the escapes you can do uh, is you run up to a helipad in the giant chicken suit and then you literally flap your arms and fly away. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is that is Hitman Two the one where like you can, you can throw a briefcase at somebody's head and kill him? So that was um, when the, that game initially Hitman Two. Yes, and when it initially came out, you could throw a briefcase, and just because of the way um, the code worked, it tracked people around corners. Even oh, yeah. um, the if bullet. you were far if you're far enough away, yeah, you James McAvoyed the bullet briefcase around <laughs> corners and shit and then like that got patched right away but then sure. as like a nod to it uh the io put in was called like an executive briefcase and it had tracking abilities <laughs> like as a part of it so see i appreciate that type of stuff io is a very good company for yeah, that kind of like, stuff here's a nod we <laughs> fucked up here you go so, all right i do want to play it but like at this point i don't like i don't want to be the one who breaks <laughs> right. exactly so it's, it's, it's like this this could be such a great game and it probably really is but all of us are like i can't dude it's got a hold this, now this, it's, this is, it's grown into meme. a life of its own our own yeah meme amongst our friends and like i uh, i don't want to be the one who breaks <laughs> guys see ben was right hitman 2 is great and then next thing though next person buys it next person buys it and then yeah, it just snowball i don't want him to feel good <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. No, I'll, I'll get it eventually. Yeah. Maybe if I ever get a PS5. Because um, the, the new one looks good. But we'll see. Yeah, maybe yeah, we'll, just, see. we'll just wait eight years for the for the PS6 to come out. That'd be fun. <laughs> and then maybe it'll be a part of the PS Plus lineup. There you go. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta wait, you gotta wait three years for the PS5 Pro. There you yeah, go. There you go. There you go. The Miles Morales edition. <laughs> That'd but be awesome. On the PS Plus stuff for PS5, Chris, you've been playing Bloodborne. Oh. Never heard of it. <laughs> Actually, in, in, in all seriousness, in the line of 
you know, difficulty is the, is Bloodborne considered the most difficult one if, of that string, or is it like Sekiro, or is it Dark Souls Three? Like, what is what is considered to be the most difficult out of those? I consider it the toughest one. Bloodborne. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to get into this more now. Sekiro <laughs> is 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 definitely up there, right? Um, but with the movement mechanics you have in Sekiro, that can that helps things a you have, lot. You have, like, you have like parries and shit in Sekiro, right? You can unlock well, and the grappling hook and like yeah, you yeah. can all these counter moves. Like I was watching, um, I, I, I was watching the Funhouse like speed run of that. Uh huh. And that was really interesting to watch. But yeah, you can like unlock a parry, and for, Jacob is apparently amazing at that game <laughs> yeah there's in, in Sekiro there's three different kind of like um unblo- normally unblockable you can't just hold block button and you'll block it uh there's three different kinds of moves that are unblockable but mm. you can for a couple of them you can eventually unlock abilities to counter them if you press the right buttons at the right time but I I honestly like it's Bloodborne's I think even more fast-paced than Sekiro is uh, and it is more, I want to say not necessarily open worldy, but like there's more place, like more branches you can go down and not know where you're at. Oh, I've gotten lost a couple times. Yeah. It's very easy to get lost in that game. In Bloodborne? Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I was talking about, I was talking about even like trying to play this, like, Attempting to play this game when the PS5 came out, and because it's part of the PS collection, um, right. the PS Plus collection, they, they have for the PS5, and um, I, it's it's hailed as one of the best games ever made for the for the PlayStation Four, or maybe in, in just general, I don't know. Um, but I know it was like, it was at the top of people's lists when you, they talked about games from the last generation, and I I didn't have anything to do, yeah, truly on Thanksgiving, you know, it's kind of. Uh, I, I, I put it upon myself to stay home and, and, you know, not risk anything because of the pandemic. And um, I decided to try it. So I installed it and I was playing it. And the first part took me six hours, roughly, to get past. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Like, it did. Um, but then once you get to the part where you can op- un- unlock a shortcut... Uh, where you just basically get a, go like you just do this big circle from when you start, and you unlock this gate, it opens up a lot more. It streamlines a lot of stuff. It does. Um, since then, I guess I've been doing very well, is what I'm being told. Uh, I've killed two bosses already. I'm at uh, Old Yarnham, which apparently is it's where beasts live. Yarnham. 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 It's spelled yarn ham. It is. <laughs> sure. So but it's old. Is yeah. <laughs> yarn them. Um, it's old English. Yeah. Old English. Yeah. Ye old. Ye old yarn. Ye old yarn, ye old yarn Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's getting used to the controls and you know it is fast paced, like Adam says. So I think that does help me because I have tried Dark Souls numerous times and it just never clicked for me. Um, and I told and I told Adam and Dustin before we started recording, is that, excuse me, is that I hope that with this, um, and playing Bloodborne and enjoying it, as I am, I am I am really enjoying my time with it so far. Um, it'll it'll lead me to then you know try de- the Demon Souls re- 
uh, remaster. Is it remaster? Remake. It's a remake. It's a remake. Yeah. Um, yes and no. It's a, it's like a it's not a remake because they didn't really they they just really enhanced it. Uh, they, like the game, but they didn't change any of the gameplay. None of the mechanics are changed. They added one new thing, but that's what Blue Point do. Yeah, that's a hidden door that already opened. Yeah, which to get that open is ridiculous. But anyway, but that's besides the point. So, so I've enjoyed it so far, and um, you know, seeing stuff, unlocking stuff, and well, I, you uh, on Thanksgiving when you were talking about what you were going through, like Ben, Alex, and I were kind of there, being like, "Yeah, you're doing the right thing. Like, you know, keep trying. It's hard. All this other like rooting for you." And I was like, "Shit, I do like playing Bloodborne." So you made me install <laughs> reinstall the game. Yeah, I I take it. I I, I guess it's, it's one of those things where I was like beating my head against the wall on this fucking first part. And this is this is the part where I, I gave up the first Bloodborne. I was like, I can't even get fucking past. I played Bloodborne like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I tried and I couldn't get past this first part. And I was like, what the? How is this fun? Like I, I, it wasn't clicking for me. I, the combat wasn't clicking for me. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's dual sense. I don't know. Um, but I was so I I was still getting stuck, and I kept dying over the stupidest things, and I was I got frustrated. So you know, I took a break. I watched Plane Trains and Automobiles, mm. uh, the best Thanksgiving movie out there. Agreed. And uh, came back to it right afterwards, and I I got through it. And you know, I think maybe it was just that clarity, whatever. But well, uh, once you, there's also like a lot of areas, especially in the beginning, have twelve enemies in it or something like that. Uh, once you realize you can't, like, you can run past them. Their aggro range isn't that far. Like that helps. There's those villagers with those damn torches. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking those are the worst. They try to light you on fire, and I just can't get past. Like I gotta, like, yeah, it's annoying. The villagers are the most difficult. The village, I, I have the problem with the villagers more than any <laughs> other enemy, and they're the easiest ones. Those damned villagers. And maybe it's because it's maybe it's because they are the easiest ones, and I don't take them as seriously. There, so um, yeah, that is that is a part of it. There's um like the most basic undead enemies in, in the Souls series. Like they have it's in every single one of them, one, two, and three, and even in Demon Souls. Like they they have a flurry attack that will fuck your world. <laughs> And they're they're the most basic enemy. Like they die in two hits, but they they can kill you super easy, especially if there's a few of them. There's this one part before, um, right after right after the uh, I keep wanting to call him Father Gregorio, even though it's not his name. Where are you, Gregorio? I don't know. Gogurt. Richard. Father Gogurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that this is what my mind went to like Father Gaston. I don't know how to say his last name. To Father Gregorio, to me calling him Richard Greco. Richard Greco. That's the perfect <laughs> one. No, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> Richard you know, Greco. I just couldn't say his last name. Um Gascoin. Guess Gascoin. Or if you want to be like Lacroix, you can say Gasqua, but Gasqua, Gasqua, and he drinks Pumple Mousse Lacroix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a part after you, you beat him and you go to the next lantern mm-hmm. um, that's at the cathedral, mm-hmm. and there's a part right after that where you you split off to the right 
and there's nothing over there, but it, you get some like some items that are good. Yep. But there's a big ass giant guard in that, and yep. I took him. I took him down, but nice. man, it was an effort. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. Did, I didn't die. I didn't die once. Those guys are called he, like watchers or something. I forget. He was a tough boy. <sighs> yeah, he is a tough boy. Um, right where you're at, there is. It's not really a spoiler, but there is a even larger monster that you can't see. What? Yeah. There's treasure down there. There's a there's an there's an eldritch horror right where you're at. (laughs) And at at at, I'm at the very beginning that like I just got to old Yarnum. Yeah. Like right I'm at the entrance where someone yelled at me to get out. Yeah. And I told him to piss off. Ghost. Exactly. That area, that area is uh, that you're about to get into is tough. Can't wait. Um, do you have a torch? I do have a torch. Okay. There are some enemies you're going to want to use. Just have it out. Just bring the villagers with you, right? They have I asked about the little, I asked about the little hand lantern. I put on my belt. Well, if you ever need help, I mean, I have it installed, so. Wait, you can help me? Yeah, you can call in multiplayer help. What? Yeah, dude, bro, bro come help me. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's. Please. I don't. I. I don't know if it's just for at any point in time or if it's only around bosses. But I read somewhere that I could have called Richard Greco to help me with the the cleric beast. Yeah, you can and get Casper to help I, you there. And I didn't call him. No, cleric beast is. He was at the club though. Pisha, Pisha. Yeah, that cleric beast. So far, I've only fought two bosses, and each time. I've got I I got him to a sliver of health before dying, and then beat him the second time. And I hid behind statues on the cleric beast because he couldn't hit me. And then as soon as he did his like three, his like one two three slam, and then he kind of like stops. Mm-hmm. I laid in on him. The other the other strat is you stay at his ankles and then behind him. Oh yeah, I, I realized that too because he couldn't hit me. Yep. I was like, what an idiot. But it's like, they don't tell you. uh, You can't level up until you at least see the cleric beast. Yeah, then old girl is at the place where I can level my stats up. The doll, yeah. She's a doll. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I also, I like I told you, Dustin. I don't. I I also don't know what's going on. There's a doll. What? What a were you talking about? Where, where Chris is at right now? There's an there's eldritch. Like, there's what? Like, there's like I don't even. know. There's an eldritch there's a, horror. Horror. I I want to look. I, I'm I'm resisting looking it up because I want to find out what that it. is. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not a. It's not a campaign spoiler. I think. Yeah, but it's I just a nightmare. See it, I want. I want to see it to be like, oh shit. You're what not gonna that? you're not gonna see it for a long time. Oh, but you said I'm buying it. You are. It's there. You just can't see it. That's great. <laughs> you you need um so you know how you gain insight. Mm-hmm. Um and you gain insight in that game by seeing really messed up shit. Yeah, I had uh, eight insight. Um you I think you need like over thirty and then you can see it. Like thirty, like total, where I don't use those points. Right. Oh, yeah, I use it to buy Father Gra- Gascon. His armor. Yeah, it's it's um. So when you see messed up stuff, or if you gain an item called Madman's Knowledge, mm-hmm. you, you can gain insight. 
but it's also a currency to let you buy cool stuff. Do I lose insight if I die? No. That's cool. Okay. Well, I was worried. I take I, that well, back. <laughs> shit. Overall, no. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm being intentionally vague here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes, that's, no, yeah. that's fine. Some that's fine. some enemies there. There are some enemies that will take insight from you. Okay, because I because I didn't use those like items that give me blood points because I didn't want to lose them. Oh, I like died. the cold dew blood. Yeah, those. So uh, I waited to use those. So yeah, instead of souls, it's blood for uh, currency and. Those will just, I use those mainly if I'm like short when I'm trying to level up or if I'm trying to buy, buy stuff. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's when you should use them. So that's what they're there for. They don't go away. You can just hold on to them and then crush them when you need them. When you need the blood echoes. The blood. Basically, listeners out there, Bill blood. Give, it another, give it another shot. If you haven't, if you haven't got into it, it's difficult. If you want to, if you want to play station. For sure. Give it a shot. If you, if you have a PlayStation, yeah, it's a PS, it's PlayStation only, PS4, right. PS5. Um, but it's, uh, it's, I can't wait to see some fucked up shit. <laughs> I just tried to look up what an Eldritch Horror was, and some really fucked up shit came up on my mm-hmm. phone. So look, look up, look up what the Celtic Beast looks like. Celtic Beast. I already cleric. knew I said that wrong. Cleric. <laughs> it's cleric Beast. It's clear it's cleric beast, but I already I know I said Celtic wrong. <laughs> you said Celtic right. I said Celtic before. Oh, uh, well, I mean it's that's also oh, not wrong, but yeah. Oh boy. Really? Uh doesn't He's got a furry arm. Doesn't <laughs> Yes. Look up Bloodborne semicolon Margot's wet nurse. No, I'm not looking I'm not looking that bad. No, you Chris don't look it up. But like M Margot with a T, silent T on the end. We're waiting. Margot's wet nurse. Uh-huh. Just the image of this thing. Yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. How are you? Okay. <laughs> okay. I saw I saw a gift when I was looking at Bloodborne um, gifts, and I know there's some enemy or some NPC I find that has a cage over his head. Yeah. Uh, this this one looks sharp. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. I, I want to. It could be finely dressed. That's all I'm saying. Not some like vacuous spider. Like there, there's a spider. I found something on top of a like a tower. I'm not gonna go into it. Let's just move on. <laughs> Bloodborne's a great up. game. Bloodborne's a great game, and it's uh, it's based on a lot of uh, HR Geekers lore, minus the racism, <laughs> which some is guy, always a good thing. Something I ran into was a friend, and he gave me. Prey, I share, I, I cooperate. Oh, with uh, Alfred, Alfred, or whatever his name. I don't know how to. I don't know. I don't know where it went and how how to use it. It's an. It's just a an emote. Oh, um, and if you hit, I shit. think if you hit the trackpad, that's where you can pull that those up. Hmm. You got the boo okay. emote, dude. If I had the boo emote, none of them would stand a chance. You'd already, boo- you'd, you'd be done with the game already. I'd already won. Yep. Yeah, I'd already beat the game. I believe the next boss you face. Well, depends which way you go. Never mind. <laughs> That's that semi-open world feel, yeah. right? Like, yeah, and I won't say which one you're heading towards right now. Which is also the way I went. Like, so, I, so I got to Old Yarn. Well, well, 
Well, somebody reached, somebody tweeted at me and and, and said because you were live oh, tweeting this kind of right. I kind of was, yeah. And they said, "Oh, sweet hunter, Ludwig the Accursed is waiting." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, Ludwig." He's Yay! A, oof, he's a fun fight. He actually right, is a fun looking fight. Looking this up again, that's just as we move on. <laughs> it's Ludwig spelled that way, but it's pronounced like Ludwig because you know German. So like yeah, so like people. There's a there's a GameStop editor um, who talks about this game non-stop. Um, Tamor Hussein. He's the managing editor of GameSpot. And I just had tweeted it. I said, I'm finally giving this a shot. And I tweeted that I was playing it, and the people were liking it, saying, like, good luck. And then I upped it, and I was like, man, this game's hard. I'm dying a lot. <laughs> Which is, I guess, the understatement of the century. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking to you guys, and then finally I was like, I I finally unlocked this door. The and short, like, the first, oh. the first major shortcut thing. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, all right, I bet the cleric beats. I almost beat him. And then like shortly after that, I beat him. Yep. You're, and then you're moving. And then like an hour shaking about and moving. Two, I say about two hours after that, I I then beat Richard Greco. <laughs> <laughs> and and then yeah, I had people on Twitter like, dude, what? adrenaline are you on that you're getting through this fast and you are friend alex also being like you're kind of making me feel inadequate <laughs> on how fast you're moving through this game and i'm like dude it's not been easy you know by any means but uh no it's uh i'm excited to play more i'll just say that but i like i know you guys want me to play dark souls and i just it the, it's more refined bloodboard is way more refined in my opinion than dark souls is um so we'll see. I think your tone will change by the time you're most of the way through Bloodborne or done with it. I think you might be more open to trying again, but we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. And then let's see. What else we got here? Oh, fuck. You guys know. How good is the Mandalorian right now? <laughs> We won't stellar, we won't dude. get into spoilers, but like right. the last three episodes have been fucking top tier. This in whole this whole my season, opinion. even even the filler episode, um, where he ran into stuff. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Second episode. The second episode. It's the second episode. He, yeah. He 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 goes to Mini Hoth. Yeah. And uh, even that wasn't that bad. Um, no, I really liked really. it because it was fun. It was a it was a fun adventure, um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's just, it's such a solid season, especially with and, and having a first season which was incredible. Yeah, like you didn't like how can they top that? That was so great, and of course they do. And especially with myself getting you know really putting the effort into get I don't want to say get through Clone Wars. Say get, getting through it makes it seem like it's bad. Um. But it, Clone Wars has taken four seasons to lock on me, so um, That's I'm, about I'm right. now I'm now in the fifth season, and it's it's pretty good. And then I'm going to go to Re- Rebels right after that. Rebels is 75 episodes though, and that really hurts me. <laughs> yeah, but Rebels how, is Rebels how long, is really cool though. How long are all the episodes though? 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, you can burn through those pretty quick. But here's the thing is that it's 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 20 minutes that I want to pay attention to. This is, you know, it, it being so important to the Star Wars universe, especially right now with the Mandalorian, 
I I don't want to watch it while doing something else because I want to I sure. do want to pay attention to it. Um, so it's finding that t- that uninterrupted time where I can, where I'm either a not working or whatever. You know, it's understandable. Did we? So I think that's why I was able to power through it. You know, uh, a good ch- portion of them when I was on vacation. I would have it's... to go back to the first season of The Mandalorian, but did were they jumping around quite as often? with other people writing and directing episodes yeah like, i know we had i know we had a few right every episode is directed by a different person okay because i i don't and that's what well i was gonna say that's why I, I i'd highly recommend watching the first episode of the disney gallery on the mandalorian because they talk about the directors all like doing how, that okay and, and they're different and like they're different ways on how they um how they do things this is the first time that... I mean, I, I forget who directed the first couple episodes of the se- excuse me, second season and who directed some of the episodes of the first season. But, like, you know, they brought back Bryce Dallas Howard to direct another yeah. episode. Yeah. I, and she directed the third one, which was f- great. Well, I feel like I, I feel like we saw a lot of written and directed by John Favreau in the first season. Like, I thought, like, mm-hmm. which, which so, you're going to see a lot of. And I know we saw that well, right away this season, right? But I feel like. So a lot of this has been written by John Favreau. Dave Filoni has written some of them, um, but for the most part, it's been it's been John Favreau who's got writing credits. Now that's not saying that, of course, other people are helping, you know. Um, but here's the directed list uh, from the first season: Dave Filoni, the first one; Rick Famu Famu Iwa; Deborah Chow; Bryce Dallas Howard; Dave Filoni; Rick again; Deborah Chow, and then Taika Waititi. Okay. So it's it's a, it's usually the same ones. Um, this year it's it was John Favreau directed the first one, yep. the Marshall, Peyton Reed the second one, the Passenger, Bryce Dallas Howard third one, Carl Weathers the fourth one, which is great. He did such a great job. That was a good Star Wars episode. Mm-hmm. And then this this past one, Dave Filoni. Filoni, which. Based on the what's in that episode, which we won't talk about, I understand why. Yep, he directed that one. <laughs> it's his baby. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Um, he also wrote. He also wrote that episode. Too, yeah. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, also the the it's there's a lot of different stuff happening in this last episode that is if you are a fan of old Kurosawa samurai films, if you're a fan of westerns. Uh, or Dave, David, Dave Bean. Um, it's a good episode for you. <laughs> or Michael, Be- just, Michael Bean, not Dave Bean. Sorry. I also just got really sad because I, you know, there's only three more episodes left. I know. But the way, like yeah, okay. the way they are, Favreau and Filoni are connecting threads from stuff is like it's so fucking exciting to see, and it's being done pretty well. So let me ask, you know. The uh, the biggest Star Wars fan on this podcast, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Yes. What if, Adam? If with Mandalorian, is it hit? Is it doing what you want it to when Mandalorian first was announced? Is this filling that Star Wars gap for you? Um. Well, like going into the first season, I had no real expectations. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then the first episode happens and then I'm like, oh shit. Like I could see where a lot of stuff, like, you know, you'd see the wee baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, there's a lot of implications there. Like, cause I, th- that was a completely new character and everything. And then the stuff's been unfolding and everything like that. Like extended universe stuff has always been my favorite outside of the Skywalker trilogy. Cause Skywalker trilogies are samey. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is, we've talked about that before, mm-hmm. but um, all the books I read as a kid and everything, like all this other stuff is like, there's so much potential out there. And this is now like all, all the lines that are being connected that, or the threads that are being connected, all the bridges that are like being built as well. Like it's super fucking cool for me. Well, I think we, we kind of talking about this earlier though, right? But like, I think for you, I'm just assuming, right? And I may be putting words into your mouth. Once, once the Mandalorian was like being announced and it was coming to you know Disney Plus, I think for you being the bigger Star Wars fan of all three of us on this podcast, once you saw Dave Filoni's name, that's when you were like, okay, well, it's I like, could see where yeah, this is possibly going to go. When I saw Filoni and John Favreau were creating it and writing yeah. it and executive producing it, like knowing feloni's involvement in clone wars and rebels and then that john favreau voiced a character in the clone wars mm-hmm. um for several seasons i was like okay like they clearly are fans yeah <laughs> um and like because of uh, favreau voicing on uh in clone wars like that's how this show was created because his character was a, a mandalorian patriarch figure Okay. Um, who had the dark saber for a long time and he was the head of death watch which is where um our boy was founded on like this is the way it comes from death watch and they're not a good group of people um but like seeing knowing uh, seeing both of their names i was like okay that's very good like it's in, it should be in good hands and i was excited to see what they could do and everything and now like it's by the end of the first season and especially right now it's like there are so many connections that are being made and so many things that they're pulling from from books from video games from stuff that disney threw out mm-hmm. after they took over uh and like they're it's being all folded back into this the main storyline so like there's so much potential like the, i've we've never been closer to having dash rendar from shadows of the empire or kyle katarn from fucking um dark forces mm-hmm. those are very good possibilities now <laughs> of showing up on the screen yeah well and we're in that time period where they could yeah exactly you know, like this is this is this is the after uh return of the jedi before the force awakens now so like it's such a big question mark that it's such an unknown that used to be they used to have stories and extended universe as you said and now it's a whole new so that's where the mandalorian love... is right not clone wars Clone Wars is Clone Wars is in between, is in between episode two and three. Yeah, this is in between episodes uh, six and seven. And Rebels takes place before, I think, even Rogue One. Oh, okay. Or, or along the same timeline as Rogue One, because Rebels is about the founding members who made the rebellion. Obviously. I mean, I know, I know. For me, at least, as somebody who's still trying to kind of get through that first season of Clone Wars, and I know very little bit about the Star Wars universe outside of the Skywalker right saga. Right. Um, 
for me, it's exciting just to watch because I'm starting to learn about new characters that man, you've known about for a while. But I'm like, okay, and I, 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 the farther we get away from the Skywalker universe, the the more excited I get personally. And the, uh, what what we're seeing is going to run alongside okay. the Skywalker universe, um, but like, yeah, like don't like don't get me wrong. I like this. I like the Skywalker. I like the, the, the universe around it. Sure. I yeah. am just tired of them talking about the Skywalker. The same things, yeah. <laughs> you know, because the, there's so many interesting characters that are outside of it. Like, I am so excited to learn more about Captain Rex. Yeah. Um, and I and I know that he's a bigger part of the future. Yes. Um, and he's such a great character. And, like, there's these clones that you're like, oh, they're just all clones, you know, whatever. But you're like, you get into these, these episodes, you're like... Okay, they're more than just clones. So, um, if you want to read stuff, I who reads things anymore? or listen to an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy, uh, an author na- uh, goes whose name is Timothy Zahn, wrote a series, a trilogy of books back in the early nineties. Um. And they are Heir to the Empire, The Last Command, and Dark Force Rising. Uh, that will heavily impact what we're potentially going to be seeing soon. Okay. Okay. And, I mean, they're... I'm not going to say they're, they're, they're young adult books, but they're not really young adult written for young adults. You know what I mean? It, they're easy reads, but it's not. It you know, it's not too heavy. It's a science. It's a science fiction book, and when it comes down to it, and so, um, I it's it's I read those books when I was probably eight, nine, ten, uh, and there's characters in those books that I've been very like not attached to, but like known. I've wanted them to show up and stuff. Um, live action stuff and I thought we could get there in the sequel trilogy we never did um, but I think that's because reasons and some of these characters have shown up in Rebels and potentially now Mandalorian so like very young child me is super fucking stoked <laughs> it's happening well, I think, well and the thing is I don't think like it would have been a disservice if they just showed up I think in the in the movies, yeah, um, could, they, I mean, maybe maybe work. a men, maybe a mention or a cameo potentially, but like, I know what character you're talking about, um, in a way, but I also realize how big of a character he is, mm-hmm. um, and I think if they would have included him, it would have been a disservice. I think so too, uh, but like. Like I told you guys last night, I've been waiting. It's like twenty-two to twenty-five years. I've been waiting for this name to show up somewhere in a live-action Star Wars thing. <laughs> if you want to know what name we're talking about, please watch the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. Please do. And also, like um, Timothy Zahn seems like a pretty chill dude. He's a Illinois guy. He's from Chicago. Went to U of I. Know, support Illinois, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> but they're but they're honestly good books. Midwest, they're, yeah. they're good books. They're good books. And then, like when you re- if you read those, like you can see there's like all the implications that could happen. Like it's pretty cool. 
Hey man, and I know I've, I think I've said this before, but being as somebody who's only seen the <clears throat> Skywalker universe and not really giving too much of a shit about Boba Fett, uh, watching the Mandalorian series, I now understand a bit more about why some of these bounty hunters are so fucking badass and cool. You know what I mean? I'm starting yeah. to see way more of like what they're capable of where it's like, I mean, oh, oh, okay. Okay, so Boba Fett probably was a pretty big uh, badass and not just... Boba Fett is not a good character in the movies. He just looks really cool and he's the, a silent antagonist who looks badass and does gets a lot of shit done and bested Han Solo. Like, that's that's a big deal. But, like, he, go, he goes out immediately in the next movie. Yep. And that's all we knew from him for a long time. And then there, there was another book called Tales of the Cantina or Tales from Jabba's Palace. And then you learn a lot more about Boba Fett. And then obviously Clone Wars has come in. You learn a lot there. So it, the lore of Boba Fett is increasing. And now in The Mandalorian, it's also increasing too. So it's good shit. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> yeah, if you are able to get Disney Plus and uh, you even just remotely like Star Wars, this is probably better than the last three movies. Which are fine, but they're not. They could have been better. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's exciting to see more, um, and, and know more, and um, with three episodes left of the Mandalorian, and then also getting through, you know, Cold Wars and then jumping into Rebels. Like, I'm waiting for that stuff to like, open up, and then watching stuff in Mandalorian, being like, oh. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot more oh moments for you after that. <laughs> now, now you do recommend watching Rebels, though. I really do, honestly. Okay. I've, I, I, I've, I've been getting through Clone Wars. This is just what I've heard, at least, mainly because of Rebels, and like how good Rebels is. Okay. And like, Rebels uh, was made it was is a Dave Filoni thing uh, that he like at the time there were only six seasons of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then it ended, and then he started Rebels, and then Disney made him stop. Uh, because that's, by the end of Rebels, that's when Disney took over. <laughs> He's like, all right. But it's still, but it's still canon. But it is sure. canon. Uh, they kept it in. They just made him stop because I think they wanted to go branch out into other things. And it's starting to make sense more. Okay. Uh, especially with the amount of involvement he's having, um, even outside Mandalorian. Um, there's potential he could be taking over for uh, what's her face, Catherine. <sighs> her last name starts with a K. She oversaw the sequel trilogies. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of. It, regardless, regardless, like they're thinking about he's a contender for being in her spot to take over Star Wars. Can't like be in charge of that. Yeah, I was gonna say like, is he essentially going to be the Kevin Feige of? Like the Star that's Wars. A, that's like, what I'd call. That's what I'd call him. He's not in like in in um actual title. Cat- he doesn't. Sorry. Go ahead, Catherine. What? Kathleen. Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay. Thank you. You started with a K though. I did. Um, <laughs> he's essentially. I mean, he hasn't been named to that position, but like that's mm-hmm. essentially what it is. He's the Kevin Feige of yeah. Star Wars. The guy who's got the big picture in mind and is going to be able to piece it together. 
And well, and, and like see how things would make sense. Like this character is not going to do this because of XXX. Yeah, Under, understands. They can't do that. Yeah, because... understands everything. Has knows a lot about the extended old universe stuff. A lot, <laughs> and it can bring it all together so it makes sense. Okay. And 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 give you a reason to purchase Disney Plus. So. <laughs> But I mean, no, it's, you know, I, I I think Star Wars serve, like, I think The Mandalorian is, for me at least, is showing us that it, Star Wars serves its purpose better as a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I um, agree. That, that, than a series of movies. Um, because there's so many, there's so many stories that you can tell in a TV show compared to movies. Mm-hmm. You only have that limited span um, on a movie, but TV shows can broaden, it broaden that out. Um, and I think we're going to... Like, I'm, I'm so, I'm so curious on how the Kenobi show is gonna go. Me too. The fact that it's only like, one season. Uh, how is what is gonna happen with that? I don't know. Uh, but I mean, like watching even where you're at in Clone Wars, like holy crap, <laughs> they could do a lot. Yeah, I mean, and then like there's also a, um, an untitled Cassian Andor series coming. Okay. Oh, that's uh, right. That is. is. I yeah. I'm intrigued to see more about him too because that will tie into a lot of the animated show stuff. Mm-hmm. The rebels, right? Mainly rebels, but yeah. Um, but yeah, the un, un, you know the Kenobi series coming up. I'm just so curious on how that's gonna fit. That's gonna be. It'll play. It'll be eight years after Revenge of the Sith and prior to the events of A New Hope. So like, mm. wow. Okay. You'll understand more after Rebels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm so curious on how it's gonna go, man. And I mean, like, initially, like, Clone Wars was a kid show. Rebels is still a kid show too, but like, it, there are, especially three and a half, four seasons into Clone Wars, like, it tonally shifts. Oh, hundred percent. Like, it went from like a super kid show to being like, <sighs> okay, yep. We're gonna talk about child, so like, child slavery <laughs> and excuse me oppressing uh, oppressive oppressive regimes and how they're disenfranchising millions of people. <laughs> Sound familiar? Yeah. Um, no, we're too smart for that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and and rebels uh, holds on to that a, a little bit. So. It's exciting to be a Star Wars fan right now, and I have to it deal is. with more Skywalker stuff. It is, and I, I, I like, I want to also say like the Skywalker stuff is, is important. Don't get me wrong; it really is. If they're gonna still do Skywalker, you know, the Skywalker series, I, I would love to have more on Darth Vader then, mm-hmm. um, because I think he's the Vader. Anakin character in that time frame is such an interesting character because he's at turmoil with himself. Yep. And he's serving somebody who he hates and has done nothing but destroyed his life. But he still serves them. Yep. That's the power of the dark side. It is. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. And, I mean, the, the other cool part is throughout Clone Wars, Rebels, the movies, even the sequel movies, like... Same actor, voice actor for Big Papa Palpatine the whole time. He loves that character. <laughs> and uh, he's Who's one of my favorite they? parts. <laughs> I love, love you too. 
Um, All right, I'm gonna stop fangirling. You get Adam going on Star Wars. Hey man, I know it happens roughly every seven, eight, ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's okay, man. It's okay. When the time comes for our next episode, the Game Awards will have come and gone. Um, we will be live streaming it we will. as it airs, mm-hmm. but talk about a couple categories here because there's some, like, with the complete fuckery that 2020 has been, there have been some damn good games that have come out this year. Bangers yep. out there when it comes to games. Um. So yeah, like real quick, before we wind down, Game of the Year noms. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons. We have Doom Eternal. We have the Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. For me, uh, it's it's between Last of Us Part Two and Hades. Like if someone, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that an indie game was going to be a contender for game of the year. I've been like, man, I wish them the best, but there's like, there's no way, you know, like, like just like in 2018, Celeste was going against like God of War, Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, Ooh, Celeste is a good game, but damn, uh, dude, it might. Hades He's, is amazing. So, like I haven't played Hades, but the, everyone, excuse me. I know who has, is all in on that game. Fuck yeah! So it's definitely, goddamn, excuse me, it's definitely worthy so it's, of a nomination. So it great characters, great music, the score that you know, and this separately because they're because this game is also nominated in best score in music. Sure. Yeah, um, the story is great. The combat, you know, it's a dungeon crawler, so like it's just fat. It's everything's fast moving combat. Everything's different. You get different powers, abilities, and like. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I mean, this indie game's in best game direction, best narrative, best art direction, best score in music. <laughs> Hades is, is nominated in all of those categories. Yeah. So, so game of the game of the year, it's between those two for me, honestly. Um, a- Animal Crossing, I, it's good, of course, and it, and it hits a lot of people. But Animal Crossing's worthy of a, of the nominee just because of the time period it came out, and yeah. like we all kind of needed some calm. In our lives, it, yeah. it came out at the perfect time, I think, and I and I, I mean, it deserves to be up here. I just uh, I think it's a long shot of beating some of these other ones. It's definitely got an uphill climb to do if it's going to overtake mm-hmm. pretty much any of these. Doom Eternal, did you like that being on there, Chris? I I love Doom Eternal. I think it's uh, I think it deserves its nomination, but uh, I don't. It's see not it near winning. the top. Is there anything that's missing from that list, or you'd like to like swap? Jedi Fallen Order. I am shocked it's not on here. Yeah, truly. Um, well, I think I, I thought Jedi Fallen Order was fantastic. Oh yeah, and I and I think it was like what we were talking about just before we started recording. Is like I think it's just because it came out so long ago at this point, like people are just forgetting about it. They're just sleeping on it. I think so too. Um, because because it, has, we, it should have been like last year, really. It, it should have been nominated for last year. But I think what time? When did it come out? Like right after the Game Awards last year, right. November nineteenth. Right, so. right after. It's just unfortunate timing. And, it, I mean, going back to our Star Wars conversation just now, like, this game, has, there's definite possibilities you will see these characters in a live-action show at some point. Mm-hmm. Please. Uh, like, and it, it's along with 
Clone Wars and Rebels, it it's bridging. It has opportunities to bridge gaps, yeah, and tie threads together. So it's a little, yeah. I'd like to see it in there, but at the same, like the timing of it coming out was, I think, just that much off, like Dustin said. So it, it has been nominated for a couple of things, right? Wasn't yeah, it like, best best action and adventure. There you go. It's in there. I think that's it. I think, I think it was only it. that. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, truly a tremendous effort, and truly was a great game. I enjoyed it tremendously. Um, Would you say it's it tremendously lost me, tremendous? It lost me at the end. Same. It's tremendous. <laughs> um, it lost me at the end. You know, it's not saying that's bad, but I'm just. I, it's such a big question mark where they're going to take it next. Um, but uh, I, I can't. I can't see it winning game of the year, in my opinion, but you never know. Ghost of Tsushima is on here quite a bit. Uh, that could win. I think Ghost of Tsushima could win. Yeah, that's game the same. Game. Everybody it, I know truly, who has played it is like in. Yeah, it's it's truly it's truly amazing. The combat's fantastic. The sound, I I think it's going to win for uh, best audio design. I I truly think so because it it sounds great. Um, I mean, shit! It could win best game direction. I can't. I can't imagine Last of Us not winning best game direction, though. Um, but we'll see. That, that that's the the nice part about game awards. They're the game awards is like usually there's clear winners, but like game awards is usually like you can get some wild ones in there winning. Mm-hmm. I do want Gustavo. Uh, Santao Lalaya uh, to win for best score music for Last of Us Part Two because oof, damn, he, ca- yep. he captured yeah, yeah. atmosphere in that little acoustic guitar. Yeah, is. yeah and I, 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 yeah, I know he's gonna. But granted, like well. the other ones that are on there, like for Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, like those are I mean, Ori. D- like it's all like Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, like it fits the game. Like when you're playing and you're ripping and tearing, <laughs> and that music hits at the. You guys saw me when I when it's I screamed. It would hit at those certain moments, yeah. and you're just like, "Fuck yes, let's go!" I want to kill some demons. I'm intrigued to see. Turn it up to eleven. If it does win, what's going to happen? Because Mick Gordon had a huge falling out with Id. He did. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, best score in music again. Sure. Like that's. It's what they're. I mean, Final Fantasy. Those are the close. Those are the close. Those are the classic tracks. Yeah. From back in the day, yep. that are just in, like enhanced. We'll say. Yep. And there's some music in there that I like oh, I'd hear it. I'd be like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it." Um, Hades, I already said, fantastic. Right. That's my that's my winner for, for square music, yeah. uh, personally, because I still jam out to their that shit sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, I know a lot of people who use it for workout tracks. I would love to see it also in art art direction. It's so beautiful. But it's like looking at these, like, holy shit, there have been a lot of good games this year. Like, Best Indie, oh, yeah, Fall Guys, Spirit Fair. I'm surprised Among Us isn't on there, but I guess it did come out two yeah, years ago. I think that's too. It's going to be on the best mobile game, but I mean. Spirit Fair is a really good game. Carry On is also a really good game. Do you think those have a shot against Hades and Fall Guys in like the best indie? I don't think they will. I'm assuming Hades is just going to take everybody out in best indie. I mean, Fall Fall Guys really it came it came in like a fucking hurricane. Yeah, dude. it truly did. Um, 
yeah, there was that part when Fall Guys came out that it was just ev- everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Dominated Twitter. And it was dominating everything for a while. Hades is Hades is is a great game and it, and it does it does dominate in places that I I I frequent. However, Fall Guys dominated in places I didn't like. It was fucking ESPN did like a twenty for twenty on it. I about <laughs> within the tab man. The only reason I any of these other ones have a chance against Hades for best indie is because of how many categories Hades is nominated in that aren't indie categories. Like, and, and, and because right. it deserve because it deserves to be there, but that might sway people away from indie. If it's going to possibly win game of the year, best game direction, mm-hmm. narrative, like all this stuff. Yeah, you like, right. can, you, can, can, can you imagine if an indie did win game of the year though? It'd be fucking great. Be huge. It's got, be awesome. And it's got a chance. That, That'd be huge, and like, have we like, have we I'm, voted yet? I, I voted. Okay, yeah. um, for us, uh, not for not for our podcast. Because I saw they were the game awards were tweeting at us about stuff. Oh, that's because I liked I liked one of their tweets, and so like it updates you when shit's going when it on. Comes out. Gotcha. Um, we could do that if we wanted to sit down at some point and it vote. We should. For I us. think we should before. Yeah, the the game awards. I will tell you personally for game of the year, I voted for Last of Us Part Two. Um, yeah, it'd be hard for me not to, but there's it's, the same. yeah. <laughs> um, also, real quick, shout out for create content creator of the year. A lot of Pierce is on there. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna win against any of these other people, but man, that's that's nice to see. You know, and she's so humble. We're yeah, it's not a stretch to say we're all big fans. My wife is a huge fan of her. She's fucking great. She tells it how it is. She she's she's she is passionate about video games, and you can tell. And she doesn't think she deserves to be on there, which I think is not true. She is. Everyone tells her she's had a hell of a year, but she's all she's like, I've been doing this for nine years. It's you know, I, it's not just this year. It's like yeah, but it's like hard. this. Look at your past hard, year, yeah, man. Yeah. The past year, hard, a lot of did. her hard yeah. work over the past nine years. Like is she off. was, she was fucking just streaming last night with AOC. I know. I'm doing Among Us. Um, it's cool. And. I, I would love for her to win. I truly, I would I would love for her to win. I I think it'll be a stretch. I personally, I think who's gonna win is Tim, Tim the Tatman, just because like that dude, that Fall Guy stuff, that Fall Guy stuff like took him over the map. Like he still is averaging like one hundred seventy six thousand viewers. Yeah, that's insane. Anytime he streams, like it's nuts. But with that said, my heart wants it to be Alana. My brain says it's probably gonna be Tim. Yeah, but yeah, well, when we vote, it's going Alana. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean and there's a lot of it's going to be fun. Oh, you were you were about to say something, sorry. Well, it's an now she's going to be a writer for uh Santa Monica Studios, so and you don't know what she's going to write for. No. I'm hoping it's got a war. I'm hoping to see, you know, uh, but you just you never I I can't imagine she would write for Ragnarok. Probably not as a junior writer, but you know, I, but who knows a new IP maybe. Yeah. Um you never know. Um most anticipated game. I I, I will want us to talk about that real quick. Mm. Um, so this is a new category they put in. I don't remember them doing this last year. No. And it was voted. It was voted for by on Twitter. Okay. So six games on there. You have Elden Ring, which is oh. from software. We talked about Bloodborne yep. and. Yep. Um, but that's also George R R Martin, is in, involved in that. Mm-hmm. One of the co-writers. So it'll never come out. Uh, so it'll never come out. Well. <laughs> uh, so you have God of War sequel, Ragnarok, oh. we just talked about. Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. 
Horizon uh, Forbidden West, so Horizon Zero Dawn, the new Sequel. game. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil Village, mm-hmm. and then Breath of the Wild sequel. That's, that's, those are some. Those are some bangers. Those are some man. good coming up. Uh, you know. What's I mean, weird? I, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I was saying, what's weird to me? All of these are sequels, except for Elden Ring. Yep. I, I just noticed yeah. the same thing. Like these are all. These are not, yeah. Other than Elden Ring, these are all not first of their, I guess, IP, right? Right. So, per- personally, yeah, got of course. Um, personally, I think it's gonna be God of War. Uh, what I think is honestly going to win, it's it's for me, it's tied between two, um, and that's Breath of the Wild sequel, and Elden Ring. You think those are gonna be the the winners? I think so. I could see it going to God of War. I, I, I mean, could I too. Mean, I, I could see it going to God of War as well, but I think, man, I think it's going to be the. Bre- Zel- I think it's going to be the Breath of the Wild sequel. A, a fucking true Zelda sequel to a one of the most beloved Zelda games. Like, I mean, those are the Elden Ring, God of War, and Breath of the Wild are the three I'm looking forward to the, the most out of all those. If it, the only one I'm going to be kind of like meh about if it's if it's called is going to be Halo. I could give two shits about Halo. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't really care so much about the Halo Infinite. I personally am looking forward to the Horizon Forbidden West because Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn was a whole lot of fun for me this year. I, I think really... I will also be there too once I play it. Yeah, dude. I, I think you will too. <laughs> yeah. it, I think Resident Evil Village, it's whatever. I'll probably watch somebody stream it. It's just I don't really get into those games too much. And Breath of, Breath of the Wild, I need to play to be able to enjoy this sequel. Well, that's so. like your... That's like my your version for like Horizon Forbidden West for me. Yeah. It's like once you play it, you'll definitely that'll be on yeah. your list. <laughs> <laughs> then then you want to. So this is some good games, man. A lot of good games this year. A lot of good games coming out soonish. <laughs> I guess. It's been there the whole time. Oh, and um, I just I want Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two to win best sports slash racing. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I want it to not be an EA game. Yeah, exactly. That? That'd be nice. But uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. Which means it's time for three quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a tweet corner, you guys. Uh, this is a, a, a session that we do. Uh, we try to do every episode, um, and we enjoy doing the most. So this is a a plead out there to you, audience. Tweet at us questions, please. We'd love to answer them. At CGY Podcast, um, hashtag Tweet Corner. At CGY Podcast is our Twitter handle. Please use hashtag Tweet Corner in your tweet. And I will speak for both Dustin and Adam when I say this is our one of our favorite segments of the episode that we look forward to mm-hmm. every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go chronological order this time. Um, the first one comes from Jeff, allegedly. At allegedly Jeff, um, thank you for coming and playing video games with us yesterday. I know with you being an adult, uh, that's hard to do. So I appreciate that. Um, he he uh, tweeted at us a uh, tweet from IGN that is, which game do you remember playing all the way through for the first time, and what makes it stand out in your memory? That's a very good question. I, I mean, I think for me it was that original Super Mario Brothers. I feel like that's one of the very first games I ever remember playing. 
that mm-hmm. one with Duck Hunt, right? That cartridge. Yeah. The dual um, cartridge. And I remember, I, I know I did not beat it right away, clearly. I mean, I, I was a very young kid. Um, but I remember years later uh, beating that when I was a little bit older. It could have, maybe not. Maybe it might have been actually the first uh, Sonic, because like when the first Sega came out. I'm trying to remember. I just remember being so, like, feeling so, like, hey, I finally beat one of these platformer, right, games or, you know, something that I've been playing since I was a little kid and just feeling some, like, the biggest sense of accomplishment. It had to have been the first Super Mario Brothers because I remember beating that and getting to Bowser before playing Sega. Um, I would say for me, uh, Sega Master System, Castle of Illusion, uh, featuring Mickey Mouse. Oh, I remember um, that game. I know a lot of people probably played it on the Sega Genesis. That's where I played it. And they're and they're two different. They are two different games. Uh, and I remember going back and playing that not crazy recently, but over the past couple of years. And I I beat that as a kid, and I played it as an adult, and I was it's like, a "Hard game. <laughs> How the fuck did I beat this as a kid? Like that shit's hard." And. I just remember being a you know fun game, good music. The music I will still once in a while pop in my head, and it's just it was just a great game. It still is a solid platformer, even if it's aged. Like the, yeah. the visuals age well because cartoon, but yeah, and yeah, they they age, and that's a great point. It's like it's cartoon, so it still ages well considering. Um, Look for Mickey Mouse hasn't changed a whole lot. <laughs> Yeah, some of those bosses. Like, there's a there's a dragon you fight in there. Yeah. I remember like scared the shit out of me as a kid because like it's scary. Like, uh, yeah. For me, I'm pretty sure it's uh, a game from the NES called Kung Fu. I don't know if either of you guys play that, but it's like a side-scrolling beat 'em up um, based on is it Enter the Dragon. It's a Bruce Lee movie where he goes up the tower and beats mm-hmm. people on every level. It's basically that, but a video yeah. game version. And so that was probably the first game that I beat ever. It's either that or a game called Bayou Billy for the oh, NES. I do remember that. Um, but 99% sure it's Kung Fu. You sure, you sure you don't mean Shaq Fu on Sega? I, I'm very sure. <laughs> I know for a fact Wait. I beat that game. <laughs> no, I'm I sure. would say, though, the first... The first game I like, I truly remember beating all the way, like like open beginning to start. Um, it's probably Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was just thinking that too on PS One. Oh, Metal, sorry, Metal Gear Solid, not Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah, Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation. Like I remember beginning yeah. to end. Yeah, I remember playing that and beating it. Um, you know, well saying? the other the other one for me that I distinctly rem- I know I've beaten games before this, but like I distinctly remember beating it is uh the what the you know on the tweet grab here we have or the screen grab here we have from the tweet it's ocarina of time yeah. i can remember the first time i beat that too me too i remember <laughs> you beating it i was there it was quite recent <laughs> for some reason i can remember the first time i beat the first mortal Kombat too Ooh, that's a good one you know what i mean like just climbing up that that like really shitty just like your your block picture just moved up that little yeah. ladder that's like <laughs> i just remember beating that too Man, I miss some of those old old games. But Be the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Russian Salad Tank. was one too. I like because I remember I beat games before that, but like I can remember beating Metal Gear Salad for the first time, and that being like one of the most proud I've ever been because I remember that being difficult for some reason. Like it just 
was tough. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for the question. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, our next question comes from at Co Whitchurch. Uh, longtime friend, longtime listener. Um, Need to have him on. At soon. We should we? We've said it. We should definitely. Uh, he's becoming more of a gamer. Like it's he's it's funny. Becoming this, a true gamer. He's a true gamer. He is. He is. Um, I I, I, told, I was telling him he needs to play God of War. Yeah. Yesterday, and I think he might. Yes. Um, yes. I want to watch so. him stream that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be. Uh, at CGY Podcast, if you could play Among Us with any famous person throughout history, who would it be and why? Richard Grieco. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think Robin Williams. Robin Williams Ooh. would have been really fun. That's a great That's answer. That's a really fucking good answer. It just could you imagine just playing with him? I don't know. Oh. Robin's kind of sus. Yeah, he just he would just. I don't think I don't. I think you'd be I'm crying, mean. laughing. Your face would hurt by the time you get done playing that game with him. Oh, oh. <laughs> I I don't know. Like anybody in history would be kind of. Um, yeah, I'm trying to like oh, Benedict Arnold. Yeah, well, that world's first. I mean, well, famous um, liar. Mm-hmm. Etu, etu Brute. Brute? Brutus? Brutus? Yep. Um, or you want to get stabbed? Do you want to be Caesar? I mean, what? you literally can get stabbed at the back in that game, so right. that tracks. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Hitler? Um, Hitler's kind of sus, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He keeps talking about his art. I don't believe him. Let's just eject him anyway. Truth, I mean, like the truth, the true honest answer, it would be like who, who like the streamer, like the uh, Dr. Lupo would be my answer. Truthfully, I would fucking love to play Among Us with him. Um, I've been watching his Escape from Tarkov vids lately. That dude's fucking just good, and I like he's a, he's the genuine article on on Twitch. If you guys watch him, uh, yeah. playing with Obama, I think actually would be a lot of fun. It would Obama be. would be good. I mean, right now, honestly, to be honest with you, playing with AOC would be fun i mean that would get us out there to a lot of people but when you have like all of history true right i think i think i think my answer is benedict arnold i'm assuming he you know yes understands the concept and everything (laughs) john wilkes booth oh Mm -hmm. i'm sticking with robin williams i I think robin williams is probably probably my favorite probably my favorite answer yeah yeah well well done on that well done on that um and that does it uh, for Tweet Corner. So again, if you feel like you wanna, you have a dying question that needs answered, we'll answer it. Doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> probably, probably, probably is, incorrectly, but we will answer it for sure. Yeah, might not be what you like, but we'll answer it. Uh, at TGY Podcast at Twitter, using hashtag Tweet Corner. Yes, so have a Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at CGY Podcast on either one of those, and then. I mean, our, at this point, our podcast is pretty much on everything. iTunes, uh, Google's podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get, you can get podcasts. Just look up, come get your podcast. We're almost certainly there. If you can't uh, find it, there's something wrong with you. At this point, yes. <laughs> I can. We can safely say that. Uh, 
if you want to take the time to leave a rating or a comment that kind of helps out like us pop up more for people who haven't listened to this and uh, it would be greatly appreciated you also have come to your podcast.com which has our entire back catalog of 90 episodes at this point plus a couple extras though that might be migrating soon and five nights a week with the exception of this week because it's a holiday Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on at twitch.tv slash come get your podcast has, if you go to our page now or not streaming, it has our schedule roughly and yeah, come hang out. If you have a prime or a Twitch account, you can follow us for free and it'll let you know when we go live. And if you have an Amazon prime account, you can subscribe to us for one month for free and kicks a little money our way. So Thank you for doing that if you decide to. And then that's it. So as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. This week's comes from user Sarquan's Flat Tire. <laughs> All dogs can smell drugs. The hard part is getting them to snitch. <laughs> that is going to do it for episode 90 of Come to Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Dustin. I'm Chris. See you next time.